With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Oh, good morning. <laughs> it's the, uh, it is Monday, November 2nd. It is the SOS Mastermind Call, the Specialized Mastermind Call. And boy, this is, uh, there's so much to go through before we even start this morning. I barely know where to start. First of all, I just want to put it on, on record that uh, Arizona, not our friends in California, had an earthquake last night uh, measuring 4.1 and uh, was unsure. We'll find out when we open up the phones later. I know um, Brad felt it, didn't know if anyone else was awake and felt it. So just thought I'd put it uh, down for the records. And um, also, we have um, so much to celebrate this morning, so I'm just going to start with celebrating. First of all, I wanted to kick off with two big sales win- uh, wins. I know everyone saw the um, email. I think, yeah, the team saw the email from Rusty's this week. Um, first, I want to congratulate Debbie with Arizona Center for Digestive Health. A huge, huge win. It's just really exciting, around $11,000 in sales, which is monstrously huge. So I want to congratulate her as well as Bob for, um, wow, really sticking with it for moving store. I mean, really sticking with it. And um, now he doesn't have to be superstitious so we can talk about it when we open up the phones. But um, actually, you know, a anywhere around the $25,000 range website, which is really important because it really is um, – you know, expanding the traditional boundaries, which a specialized is kind of known to do. And once somebody kind of breaks, starts breaking through those barriers and other clients realize that, you know, we have the capacity to do so much more than, you know, just the, the usual two-dimensional print, it's really exciting. So I want to congratulate Deb and Bob. And then this is exciting, too, is to welcome three new sales team members from our internal sales team, Mark, Adam, and Cindy. We want to welcome you to our calls on Monday morning. Um, I hope you enjoy them. I know I wrote you a note last night a little bit about what they're about. Um, You'll get the sense of it this morning. And, of course, don't worry, I'm not calling on you this morning. (laughs) It's not that bad. So uh, you can get a little bit of a sense of things. Um, and I certainly get to know, look forward to getting to know you and hearing about all your successes. And I know that you're already starting to ring up some successes, so it's it's really exciting. And um, with the notion that Adam, Mark, and and Cindy are now on the team, I wanted to um, address a, a couple subjects about that actually, um, and wondered if um, you know the difference between companies that um, grow and companies that don't grow. And it's actually the number one factor that makes the difference between those companies. And since everyone's muted, (laughs) I'll answer it. And that is that it's companies that sell. It's the actual selling time spent is the number one factor that differentiates those companies. Selling time spent. And what that really means is that 
not getting caught up in the day-to-day, not getting caught up in doing other, quote, things. And I know last week we saw an infographic about how small business owners spend their time. That includes people in the office too, right? You know, um, you know doing the paperwork, you know, you know what it is, all the other office things that happen. So it's when you get caught up and if you can clear your plates, and this is especially salespeople, and I know from living that life that you would think, oh, well, salespeople sell, and you and I both know, you get caught up, right? So one of the great things that I think that um, Adam, Mark, and Cindy are going to bring to the plate is to really set an example for all of us about how, you know, they'll be the ones that will clear their plates and really be focused on new, new companies, new clients, you know, selling, 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 selling. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to the future, to hearing their stories and um, how they spend their days. It's an, and really a good example for all of us because it's just so easy to get caught up in other things. So it's selling time, selling time and prospect, prospecting, excuse me. So um, also I, I've heard, and we'll, we'll bring it up maybe um, when we open the phones, but I also wanted to hear a little bit about MadePro going to leave that kind of hanging out when we open the phone phone lines out and I think that's I'm going to guess and say that was Adam who might have called on Made Pro who was our neighbors in the building I want to talk about them when we open up the lines um, later on so um, back to let's pick on the three new people again and um, I want to talk about what it's like when a company changes something and also when they hire new people or create a new department as I'm listing each one of these things, it all equals change, and for many, many people, it equals stress and a deep-seated feelings of fear, completely and totally normal. First of all, if you think about it, it's really fearful for the new folks. You know, there's nothing, you know, well, there is other things more stressful, but it's always a little nerve-wracking when you're starting a new job and you're with a new company and, you know, with people that, you, you know, you've all met but you don't really know, no, no. So it's really kind of, you know, anxiety in a good way, anxiety in a good way for the new people. But for the folks that have been around for a long time and Specialized is known for having people that, you know, really stay for long, long periods of time, it can really spark a lot of mixed feelings. Nothing personal. It's nothing personal. But it's, it, what happens is that our brains, and by the way, um, just for the new folks, we talk a lot about how the brain works, a lot of the physiological components of our brains and our minds and how they work. Well, one of the things that our brains do when there's any kind of change, it starts to um, push on our flight or um, our flight uh, mechanisms, and it, it harbors back to our times in tribal lands. We've talked about this a lot, and because any kind of change could threaten our survival, so immediately we go on high alert. Immediately the fear sets in. Immediately anxiety, and it's all our body trying to make sure that we're safe. That's what our brain and our minds' number one priority is to keep us safe. So change in our minds often means danger, 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 when we all know there isn't any danger. But it makes you feel that way. So what it also does is it takes over your mind and a lot of deep worries and fears set in like, well, you know, who are these new guys? What if they um, steal my accounts? Completely normal thought process. Um, It might be what if they 
here's something people usually don't verbalize out loud, but, well, maybe they'll be better than I am. Maybe they'll sell more than I do. Maybe they'll, you know, find more new clients than I've been able to do. Hey, you know, here comes the justifying. That's not fair. All they have to do is sit on the phone all day and dial, 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 you know, you get where this is going. And I just want to pull all those thoughts out of your brains and let you know that this is a reaction to change and the mind looking to survive. It's really not rooted in any kind of what we would call reality. Because let's face it, we all know that if one of the new guys contact one of your clients, there's systems in place in the company, we're going to know. I mean, we know, okay? We know that. It's not a real thing. And you know what? If there are clients out there that you haven't contacted in years and years and they happen to get them and sell them and reinvent them, then, you know, more power to them. Um, I think you're going to find that the new guys are, are pretty good. So I just wanted to warn um, and kind of put it out there to folks, and that's everyone in the company, maybe even folks not even on the call, that if you find yourself sort of complaining about the change or it's human nature to start sort of complaining about, like, the new people, if you will, not personally, don't, don't worry, you guys, but you know I'll know what I'm talking about. Um, understand that what you're really doing is talking to yourself about your own fears, the fears we all have about our own levels of accomplishment, um, you know, and, and fears of adequacy, which we all do. So when you feel yourself doing that or the urge to go say something, instead of saying something, pick up the phone and call a new prospective client. Pick up the phone and call a client that you know has more to more business for specialized, but you haven't gotten it to go after it. Go on to LinkedIn and connect with 20 more people. Write an email to a client to let them know about a new product that specialized has. And when you do this, your fears will all melt away. You'll know what we all internally know anyway, that it's not real. And Best part of all, paychecks will grow for all. So I just wanted to put that out there. And with that, I wanted to continue on with class with actually uh, a class I had planned um, before knowing that the, the three new folks were, were coming on board, but I think it really fits, and I found it really interesting and helpful. And that has to do with the subject of confidence. Uh, haven't we all felt um, less than confident at times? And again... Um, it can be scary as a new person and really definitely put your confidence in check when you're um, an ongoing employee, when new people come on and it feels somewhat challenging. So um, in this particular, um, these tips about gaining confidence come from a woman named Carolyn Goiter whose actual expertise is in um, actually the speaking voice and fears of speaking in public and fears of those types of confidence issues. But they really apply to all of us, and I just thought it was really, really fascinating. So I'm going to give you three tips about confidence and how to um, get it back if you feel like you're losing it, or at times, sometimes it could just be a second, like you're walking into a room to give a presentation, you know, all those kinds of things. And it's how to grab your confidence back and, how, and actually the physical tools of what really makes someone confident. The first one is the power of practice. 
And that is uh, looking at your voice, your actual physical voice, just like the strings of an instrument. Um, the hitter, like on a piano, you know, like the, the, those um, knocker things that hit the strings, um, for our voices is actually the air. And if you think about it, if you're a person that's ever thought, um, I don't have a good sounding voice, and I don't know, I'm not really um, confident about it, and most important for the new team especially, and perhaps well, everybody, is about when you make cold calls on the phone, it's all about your voice, right? Well, the first tip is that practice makes perfect like everything else, and that there's no such thing as a bad voice. It's like saying that there's a bad guitar out there. It's like anything else. You, you should practice with your voice. So she highly recommends singing in the shower, singing in the car, and just practicing your voice. And here is the most interesting thing. If I were to ask you when you walk into a room, who is the most powerful person? I don't know if, I, I didn't really realize this until she taught this, and I realized she was right. <clears throat> the most powerful person in the room is always the person with the most relaxed breathing pattern. So, in other words, when an actor takes on the role of king, like if you think of movies where people have played the king, they know that the king always stays really still. When they play the king, he's the calmest person in the room. Everyone around, <clears throat> excuse me, moves around the king, but he's always the most still. All the other players in the movie will work around the king, but the key is to be relaxed because that's what shows a confident power. So if you get your breathing under control, you will always calm yourself down. And when you calm yourself down, you increase your powers in, this, in any situation. And, and let's face it, if we were to be honest, selling really has a lot to do with the power, who has the power in the situation. So if you can control what you can, your breath, it's literally the key to your unconscious, and it can be controlled. It's taking deep breaths, and keeping your breathing relaxed. So that's the first kit, um, key. The second one was um, actually what the Greeks called the center of all expression, and that is the use of your diaphragm. Uh, we also don't think about it. It's located about midway, um, like right under sort of, um, I wouldn't say around your rib cage but it is literally the key to regulating your system. It's how you actually calm yourself down. It will make you feel confident when you least feel confident, especially when you're feeling stressed and you're starting to breathe really shallow. What you do is you lie down, you put a weight on your stomach, and breathe up and down and move that weight. That's how you will feel your diaphragm. And you'll know how it's supposed to feel. And actually, your diaphragm stretches not only like, um, and actually the place really you can feel it is for the women wearing, it's right in the middle of where your bra strap is in the middle. That's actually where it is. But the diaphragm stretches all the way around to your sides. So it is literally 
the king of confidence. So it will stop you from breathing like up in the high areas. And when you fill it, fill it, uh, I'm sorry, when you, when you put that weight on there and you fill it up and down, and when you're nervous and you practice literally breathing from your diaphragm, you could put two fingers or your thumb right um, in the middle there and press it down and feel the diaphragm moving up and down. That will literally calm you down and, and bring your confidence back. Quite fascinating. In fact, um, they say that the actor Laurence Olivier would literally, uh, before he would get on stage, would push a grand piano back and forth and back and forth to exercise his diaphragm before he went on. So when you're in a situation and you're feeling nervous, maybe you're sitting in the car getting ready to see someone or you're gearing up for the day and you're ready to pick up the phone and you know your brain might want to stop you from calling somebody you don't know, you could put your thumb right in the middle of um, sort of um, under your chest in, a bit and press down and breathe up and down and feel your diaphragm going up and down. It will bring your confidence back, bring the breathing back to where it should be, and help your confidence. The third tip is, um, back to the breath again, is really breathing low and slow, really taking your time. And one of the points that she made was um, about speech, about breathing, is that many times in our lives we may be put in a position where, not only, where we're not only speaking for ourselves, but we're speaking for people that can't speak. Like, for example, at a eulogy, or perhaps giving um, a talk about a cause that you're passionate about, and you're speaking for others that can't speak for themselves, that's another reason why learning how to speak with confidence and really attaining your own confidence is so important. Because you have to remember that we breathe our thoughts. So breathing in is your actual thought or your intention. And when you actually speak that thought or intention, that's your out-breath. So your in-breath is your thoughts, and your out-breath is your speech or your singing. So here's the funny part about it and what makes it really special. If you were to breathe in and think about someone that you deeply, deeply love, when you speak, your speech will be filled with love. So... Immediately, I, I thought it, I'll, I'll pick on Deb this morning, but you know, I can just envision Debbie taking a deep breath in with her eyes closed and thinking about Lily, right? And then when she goes to speak to her new client and picks up the phone to call someone, the other people will actually feel, feel that love. That's how it works. If you think about today is going to be so exciting and wonderful, just so great, and you, and you breathe in with that intention, your speech will reflect that excitement. So to get that breath in, what you need to do is make sure that your mouth is closed. So when you're breathing in, your mouth is closed. So really, the truth of the matter is, when it comes to life, when it comes to confidence, when it comes to letting other people know your real, true, lovely thoughts, it really is knowing when to keep your mouth shut. That's why the words inspiration 
and respiration have the same Latin root because it means breathing our thoughts. So since we speak with our out-breath, the only thing you have to think about is your in-breath. Keeping your mouth closed. So in the end, the key to confidence and calmness and power is keeping your mouth shut. So with that, we're going to open up the phone line. So it's a star six, opens the lines up. Um, and what you can do just for the new folks, you know, um, I don't know if you're doing something else, but, you know, if you know that you're in a noisier environment or if you're clicking away, on a, you know, um, you actually can stay muted so that, you know, any sounds in the environment you're in, we don't hear them. But um, usually what I do is I just arbitrarily call on people. That's always fun, isn't it? Uh, arbitrarily calling. So let's kick off with Deb this morning since she had the big win and I picked on her on the breath exercise. And um, needless to say, you had a good week, right, Deb? Yes, I did. Yes, you did. So tell us a little bit yes, more about it. What else went on? Woohoo! It was a woohoo week, right? Yes, it was. It was probably one of my busiest weeks. So I was pretty excited. Yeah, you should be. You should be. Uh oh, there goes my dog's been a little off this morning, so she's going to start barking. Um, <laughs> I know it. I just, you know, it's always the worst time. So, um, you know, Deb, I was going to ask you a question. Is that you have um, a wonderful talent for getting new clients? You know that, right? You know uh, that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And what would you say your secret to success is on that? Getting new clients. Um. She has to think. I guess just being myself and then just being there and listening to what they what they want and um just by listening to them. Yeah. And taking your time uh, and listening. Yeah. I mean I I don't know. I mean it just you know, I I when I go into a client that I know really well, I just I'm not afraid to ask for referrals and say, Do right. you know anybody else? And I, so I think that's, you know, um, I mean, I just get nervous meeting new clients. So mm-hmm. um, I get the breathing thing because a lot of times yeah. I will take a deep breath and I'm like, okay, here we go. So. Yeah. And I know that in the past you've talked about not really loving speaking in public. Um, oh, no. No. So I was hoping that, you know, when I thought about today's topic, I was, I did have you in mind. Because you've yeah. talked so much. So it's a good trick. And when you think about it like it's all about the in-breath, don't worry about what you say because that will come naturally. It makes it easier to deal with. Do you think that you've um, become more conf- confident, confident talking in front of people, though, over time? Yeah, I mean... Um... Over the years, I think I've done a little bit better, but I still get really, really nervous. I mean, I don't know if that will ever go away. So. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, anxiety is a good thing. It often makes you do a better job. But but anyway, well, I just want to congratulate you again on just a fabulous week and all the new clients that you're bringing in. It's really great. So if you think of any Thank other you. tips for us, um, jot them down and then share with us in the following week. So Okay. Yeah, when you pay attention to kind of what you're doing out there. Um, and you know what? Uh, your partner in crime, Bob. Bob, are you on the line? 
Bob has a meeting at Simon Man this morning. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's his other big one that he's going to get. And um, Linda, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How about you? I'm great. And just for the new folks, Linda has a fantastic niche in the marketplace. She's really, really good at um, taking care of rehab hospitals. <laughs> oh, her. <laughs> so um, how was your week? You know, I did something different that I haven't done before. Um, one of my clients at a rehab um, was having a harvest festival. Ooh. And um, they had um, reached out. I guess they couldn't get, find any volunteers. And they had reached out on Facebook that they, they were looking for some volunteers. So um, I picked up the phone and called um, my contact, Tina, and said, hey, I'd be happy to do it. And so I drove to Ahwatukee, uh, 5 o'clock traffic, to be there. And actually, when I got there, they really didn't need me, but I hung around and I did some water, put some water in from just did little things. But you know what? As soon as the big kahuna, the, the, uh-huh. uh, they call him the ED, um, when he noticed that I was there, he normally never, he barely shakes your hand. He reached out and gave me two big hugs and said how impressed he was that I was there. So um, I definitely did the right thing when I did that. Oh, absolutely. That has such impact, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, just... you know, and you want to talk about feeling uncomfortable? I mean, I don't, you know, I, I knew two people there and there were thousands and you were just kind of lost, but you just like, right. okay, I'm going to sit in here somewhere. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And then something like that, you could just go around and introduce yourself like, hey, you know, because people remember that when vendors show up to things that is important to your clients and they know they don't have to be there. It's so impactful. I'd be really curious to see what happens with that account over time. You're going to be top in mind. This is a good time to pitch for any other service or product that you haven't so far or that they've said no to in the past. You know, I did T-shirts for him, uh, for the, the team for that, and uh-huh. he said he wanted something bright. We did these lime green neon shirts. Oh, my God, when it was dark out, um, you could see them anywhere. I mean, and he's like, going, that's the best shirt you could ever get. I mean, it was pretty ugly, but it worked. <laughs> that's awesome. That's really great. That's really great. I know many of, of you on the line have done those kinds of things before, but it's just the best. Well, that's awesome. So um, let's see. Bob is at Simon Med this morning. Let's say good morning to Don. Don, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing, Barb? I'm doing great. So what's going on with you? Any any more luck with Enjoy? Um, you know, it's like the door cracked slightly. Yeah. I, um, <laughs> I did. I did have a guy there, the the marketing uh, director of marketing, you know, reply to my email. I tried to set a meeting with him, and he basically said. I don't think we need to meet right now. I'm going to run some stuff by you as it comes up, and, and we'll just see what happens from there. And I, I told him, fine, that's fine with me. And I kind of delineated some other stuff that we are that we do, you know. And, but I just felt like it was an open door. And I had some other contact people that they gave me names of to a couple more people in the company. So as soon as I get in there, I'm going to meet them all, but I just haven't got in there yet. Now, you know what? That's huge that the director of marketing answered your email. Yeah. That's really huge. That's, that's going to happen. That account's going to happen, and I have a feeling that they're going to end up with one of your um, holiday cards. <laughs> He's going to have <laughs> your yeah. children. I did actually have things. Holly, the the person that I was referred to there. I mean, you know, I had an interaction with her for months before she finally, you know, had a conversation, and then and then she gave me the contact information for the other guy, and and kind of you know 
pushed his button. So um, I can totally get why people don't want to meet. They don't see the urgency, or you know, you don't really. They really don't know what you can offer. But everybody's just busy, and so getting time with someone's difficult. But, but yeah, but it's you okay. Know, I mean, people change. will meet when they need to, and it'll be last minute yeah. and an urgent thing, yeah. and then you know, drop everything you're doing. That's just the life, the life we're leading. It's just our society. Mm-hmm. It's not personal or anything like that, but just the idea that he would answer. And these, yeah. you know, answering an email is a big deal because we all get ten, ten billion of them a day. So, right. Right. It, no, seriously, it's really big. So. Um, that's really an accomplishment, and just you know, you'll just stay on them. I know you will. I mean, and uh, do you have any other um, accounts, big accounts in the hopper? Well, um, I finally met the um, um, director of marketing for um, Ortho Arizona, which we've been trying to get back into. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, he just placed an order a week ago or so, the first time he's ordered anything from us, and it was for a um, trade show. And so that was good because uh, he got a hold of me. He was in a hurry, and then I put him in touch with Tammy, and she took care of it right away. And we had to, you know, rush it in, but everything went worked out smooth. And when I had met with him, something that came about, and I don't know if I mentioned it or not, but um, we had already done a North Arizona gateway site, you know, uh, mm-hmm. for them a few years ago. And when I met him for the first time, after about five minutes of talking to him, I took him right to that site to show him. And at the end of the our meeting, which was like a half hour, he said, you know, um, had you not shown me that website, I probably wouldn't be talking to you again. <laughs> there you go. He said, but, but that totally made the difference in the whole call. So it was good you brought that up and showed me how it works and stuff. And Oh, that's a good for everybody. Very, yeah, that, that's very telling, you know, um, because he's, he doesn't want to waste his time. And he's already met with other vendors. And so then he realized we're different from the other ones, you know, because of that. It's not always that you have a site already done before you talk to the person. I guess that's rare. Uh-huh. But in this case, it worked out good. So. Yeah, and also I think it makes you um, – they realize that, like, again, you're more than like an office supply company or, you know. Right, right. And, you know, the more, you know, social media, knowing that you're, um, you know, you're up to speed, you can help them with anything in terms of, um, you know, data, frankly – puts you way above everybody else. Yeah. That's really great to know. That, and you know, you don't know, you know what it would have been? You would have just been lost as to why they didn't want to see you again. So that's a great tip for everybody else. Any opportunity you can do to make sure you highlight our ability to um, work with data, understanding social media, that's going to tip you over. Yeah, you really don't have to have a site to talk about one. No. You know, I could have had the whole conversation and never shown them. As a matter of fact, when Nathan and I met with the CFO, he, um, we didn't show him the site. We talked about it, but uh, when I met this guy, I I just wanted to show it to him right away, just so he could see what was. Well, what and visual was. always is the most impactful thing. People just yeah, want to so, see. So, so if you're doing a call with somebody or an appointment, and you can still talk about mm-hmm. the concept, you know, and be pretty effective doing that, or even show a demo site in, in right. instead, you know. So. Exactly right. That's really impactful because again, it's hitting on another sense. It's you know, it's the audio, it's the visual. You know, that's really because he'll remember you too. That's great. Thanks, Don. A uh, California who did not have a earthquake last night. Good morning, Aaron. You there? Good morning. Oh, there you Good go. Morning. Yeah, yeah. Star six. Star six. <laughs> Star six. Um, I've heard some rumors that uh, you have had some 
uh, meaningful sales lately and had a good week, yes? Yeah, you know what? It, it's funny. Uh, the first part of your uh, presentation struck home. I felt like it was a week of getting stuff off my desk. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was doing a lot of of just getting that meeting, other tedious stuff off my desk, uh, doing a lot of following up, doing a lot of secondary prospecting, stuff like that. Um, so it was, it, it, like you said, it kind of lets you breathe and, and you're not worrying about all the stuff that you don't get done in the day and I got it all done. So it was pretty good. Yeah, I know that there's some really great statistics that I can't pull out of my brain right now, but now I'm going to be motivated to do that when, I, when we hang up, is that like if you can increase your selling time by, you know, X number of hours, you know, what that it's a geometric progression. It's going to be some, you know, it has huge results. So um, I'm glad it resonated with you. So what's been yeah, happening with you? Uh, just plugging away. I did, I, I did land a, a large deal with a, a new customer. Um, it was actually uh, a executive director from a uh, Alzheimer's care facility that I was working with before. Uh, she left or resigned, and I thought, well, that's the end of it. And then she called me out of the blue in June uh, saying, oh, I'm starting a new one, and I'm going to need to talk to you and see your stuff. And so I gave her a whole bunch of different ideas, things that I had done before the other facility, and then a bunch of new stuff. And then she went dark for a while, and I'm like, oh, well, that was wishful thinking. And then uh, kept kept in contact with her, kept calling her, and then finally she said, yep, we're getting ready to open. Come on in. Uh, and I thought she was going to order one of the things or maybe two of the things that I proposed to her. And she pretty much ordered every single thing that I had proposed. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, so it was uh, a bunch of items that equaled just under 10000 and then they're going to order some shirts uh, to use as uh, as uniforms as soon as they're fully staffed, which they don't have any residents yet, so they're not fully staffed, but that will probably happen in the next month or, or two. Uh, and they've already repeat order one of the items that they ordered uh, initially. Uh, so it's it, it should be a good opportunity. And then... Uh, they were so impressed, uh, the management company, that the director of marketing for the management company wants to meet with me. Oh, that's great. Uh, and she could open the door to hundreds of facilities. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, so it, was, it was a nice, nice uh, stick-with-it uh, story. Oh, that's awesome. That's really great. Um, and also, I wanted to point out one other thing that you said that um, – I think everyone feel, realizes this now, but you, you use the expression, you know, I thought it had gone dark. And, you know, going dark, I don't, I don't believe is this, has the same meaning that it would have meant maybe 10 years ago or even seven years ago when somebody would go dark. Sometimes it really meant they're going down, dark. It doesn't mean anything now. If somebody goes quiet on you, um, it is not personal. The project is not dead. It's just everybody is doing five times the job or seven times the job that they were doing 10 years ago. So they just, it's literally, like you were saying, a cleaning off the desk issue. It's, 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 that's the issue. It's not about the project going dark. So, and it actually, in a lot of times, not that you're going to stalk somebody, but when you remind them, it's a huge help because it's like, 
you know what it's like. We all live like this. How can you remember everything? So actually, accounts generally don't go dark anymore. They just come back in funny ways. Yeah, it's it's all about timing. I mean, sales think about how we all act. You know, it's like doesn't mean you know I should. It's no different than you know you should go do X and then you know you should do it and then you know eventually you either get to it or something happens that triggers it. That's kind of the list we're all on. So with everybody else, so that's really great. Congratulations and all that. That's really great. I can't wait to hear about this meeting with the director. That's great. I can't wait. It keeps, unfortunately, keeps getting pushed off with the. Yeah. Uh, opening of this facility. I thought I was going to have the meeting two weeks ago and then last week, and, and now it looks like it's going to be a couple more weeks. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it, it could open the door to tons of opportunity. So is, is the management company, how do they relate to this center exactly? How does it work? You know, I, I don't quite understand the dynamics of it just because it's brand new. I, each one of the uh, – I've worked, I, I've worked with five or six different Alzheimer's care facilities in Orange County, and each one has a management company that really is off-site. They're, they're, they're not there present. Um, they come and visit maybe once a quarter. They have meetings, um, and they kind of dictate – policies and procedures and and headcount and all that good stuff um but and they and they change too uh they'll have one management company and then they'll have another management company come in uh and so i don't quite understand are these employees of the management company or is the management company employee of the uh of the facility and just manages it for them i i that's going to be some some questioning that I have with this with this gentleman when I get the meeting. Yeah, and also maybe doing some Googling ahead of time to see if you can figure it out. Because I was just wondering, because that's, that's just a good lead for other folks in the line, you know, to it's going to be structured probably the same way. So I was just curious how it works. Yeah, I, and I've, I've noticed, too, uh, just regular apartment complexes out here, they'll show a management company on there. And you know that that management company is managing several facilities. Now, apartments don't quite use the same amount of or, or breadth of stuff, but they have uniforms for their custodians and they have things like that. And so that's another target I'm going to go after here yeah, is, is yeah. property management. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really good idea and a good trigger for the folks in Arizona or or Vegas for that matter. So. Thanks a lot, Aaron. That's got a few good tips there, too. So um, moving on, Craig in Las Vegas, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. So how how is your week? I know you're, I mean, everybody always listens to your, you know, it's always the golden nugget and this one and that one. <laughs> it sounds like fun in Vegas. It's fun. Last week was a lot of quotes going back and forth. The nice thing is a lot of the customers, which is great based on relationships, are at least working with us to come back and kind of let us know where we need to be. So we spent a lot of time last week fixing some pricing, sending out new quotes um, to basically Golden Nugget, South Point, and um, also got a lot more retail items. All those are now over to the downtown Grand, along with some more shopping bags that he needs. And Rachel mm-hmm. sent an email late last night with a beautiful bag that we're actually producing for Triple George, the one restaurant that actually looks really beautiful. So it's actually been quality checked and we'll be shipping out today. So Great. good news there. 
Um, Goodwill of Southern Nevada followed up with them towards the end of the week, and they have an event coming up in February for uh, Goodwill Jobs, so she'll be using us for all those items. It was cool. She sent an email back to me and said, hey, we got an event in February. We'll be reaching out to you soon for it. I'll, I'll use you for all the stuff. So that was always good news. Oh, yeah. And then we're working on their print, which got sidetracked by their marketing director, of course, throughout the course of the year with all the craziness they had going on. So she said they'll be looking at that at the beginning of 2016 so we can finally get their business cards and letterhead and envelopes set up on the site because right now they just do a completely manual process. So moving forward, like I said, it was a a fun week with a lot of quotes back and forth. I'm sure I drove Rachel crazy. Yeah. Um, You know, I was just wondering, uh, do you feel like you're going to get slammed because the holidays are coming? Uh, so they'll they'll pick up like say they'll they'll go slow for like office supplies and things like that. Predominantly, will go slow like for Thanksgiving and Christmas. But uh-huh. print actually, depending upon print jobs, will pick up of course for Christmas and then especially for New Year's. But the challenge that you always have there is like we all know is uh, last minute planning. You know, they'll come to you and say, hey, uh, we forgot New Year's was uh, December 31st, and now we need this in three days. So it'll get probably a little bit crazy, which is actually what I'm not used to from the OP experience, which is it goes crazy that last week between Christmas and New Year's because a lot of people have rushed print jobs, things they're not thinking of, and things that finally marketing approves and says, okay, now we need it. It's like, okay, guys, you should have done this a month ago because production time is five days, and now we only got three. Right. Yeah, I was just wondering, needless to say, uh, for those last-minute people, I mean clients people, it's it's great to write a note and make sure everyone's covered for any uh, Christmas, New Year's communications they want to do to their customers from our clients. So just that's another good pointer. So thanks, Craig. Um, Rusty, do you have any messages for the team this morning? Um, just to remember to log your log your accounts, log your information in Goldmine, um, Goldmine is basically going to be our Bible for accounts, especially with the inside sales team making, you know, 70 plus calls per day. We need to make sure that we have everything that we're doing logged in Goldmine because if it's not in Goldmine, it didn't happen. And that should help us uh, stay away from any account conflicts. So remember to do that. We have Mobile Goldmine for a reason. If you want to drop in on somebody, check it out in Mobile Goldmine. Um, and just make sure that everything is logged so that we know whose accounts are whose so that we're not uh, running into each other out there. Hey, Rusty, um, I feel bad on picking on any of the new guys because it's, you know, but is it is it not true that, was it Adam that called him Made Pro? Yes. Adam, you're yeah, the man. So we had, we had, yeah, we had Adam start out in Peoria. I just had them each choose a city in the Phoenix area. Uh-huh. Our, uh, our delivery is probably the best and least expensive here, so I figured it was the best place to start. So I had them each choose a city. Adam chose Peoria and had Made Pro on his list, so he called them up and the number transferred right over here. And so uh, he he got us an appointment, and he and I went over and uh, and talked to the son of the owner who is – really running the place at this point pretty much and you know his comment was you know I'll I I I'll pay a little bit more for the convenience and for having you guys right here and we kind of went through the types of the types of things that he buys and I think we'll once he has a need he doesn't buy a ton but he's still going to be 
a solid high C account for us, maybe a B account, which that that uh, certainly works for us. So we quoted out some shirts for them because they definitely do a lot of apparel for uh, all the girls who are out cleaning and then the office staff and that kind of stuff. So we priced out some apparel stuff for them and we'll just move ahead from there and try and capture as much of its business as possible. Well, I mean, it's pretty impressive that like one of the new guys got the account like what three doors down. Yep. Uh, we'll we'll just ruminate on that for a while. We'll just we'll just think about that for a while. And um, you know, it's sometimes the most obvious things are right in front, right? Yep. And we don't notice it. So, um, well, congratulations to you, Adam, on that. That's awesome. Unbelievable. And Cindy uh, had an order last week too. Oh, what's that? Yeah, a little, a little order, but it's definitely a start, and they're all uh, doing well, pounding the phones, learning the scripts, working the system, and. I know. I mean, I know. I really do want to put the new, uh, Adam, Cindy, and Mark on, but I just feel like that's mean. So. I'm... Next week. <laughs> put them on the spot next week. Yeah. Uh, don't worry, guys. Yeah. I, I'm nice for the first two weeks. Uh, <laughs> that's it. Uh, Nathan Brad Bruce, any messages for the team? Good morning, this is Nathan. I just wanted to uh, welcome uh, Mark, Cindy, and Adam uh, to the team. It's great to have you guys. It was awesome watching uh, Marissa and Rusty and you guys all in training last week, and it was really neat seeing you guys making calls on Thursday and Friday. Um, I couldn't be more excited for the inside sales team, and you know, the momentum that the uh, outside sales team's uh, having right now, it's just fantastic. You know, it's November 2nd, so we're two months before the end of the year. And, you know, I think that with uh, what's going, what we've got going on, we're going to end this year really strong and, and uh, kick some serious tail for 2016. So keep up the great work. Um, if you guys need me, uh, you know how to get me, email, cell phone, uh, or ESP. Uh, but ESP doesn't work that well, so make sure it's email or cell phone. Uh, thanks. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Brad, do you have anything? No, no thanks, Barb. I think we're uh, we're all set. Oh, okay. And Bruce, good or? Yeah, for the sake of repetition, but I think it's important. I want to welcome um, all three of our new sales team members to um, to our team. I'm so excited to have you. And um, I want to congratulate Debbie and Bob, which I've done both personally previous to this call, on their uh, great great week and great win last week. Yeah. Um, let's try to do it again this week, everybody. Yeah, it's a great, great week. Uh, one more time, welcome. Congrats to the whole team. You really had a great week. And we'll get off a little bit early this morning. So um, look forward to talking next week. Thanks for your time. And see you next Monday. Take care. Bye. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Thanks. everyone. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.